Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Amusing Themselves to Death Written by Bob Ramsey So many people are dying of COVID in Alberta's ICU wards that their passing is creating room for new patients. That's the only good news coming out of what many have called its disastrous response to the pandemic, and which is actually ruinous. In fact, doctors are now triaging COVID patients, making on-the-spot decisions as to who gets a ventilator and who doesn't and dies. Some of those choices will be made about children, age 5 to 11, who make up the fastest-growing group of COVID patients. As one doctor said concerning these kids, the curve is almost vertical. Another deadly irony here is that until last week, Alberta had 173 intensive care beds in the entire province. But that number has suddenly risen to 368 beds. How? Operating rooms have been converted into ICUs, so thousands of surgeries are being postponed. Dr. Ilan Schwartz, an Edmonton infectious disease specialist, said, It's absurd that we have hospital beds that are full. We are cancelling surgeries, we're calling in the military, we're transporting patients 3,000 kilometers in order to find them an ICU bed, and we still have society going on as if nothing is the matter. What Dr. Schwartz means here is the NHL hockey game played Sunday night at Calgary Saddle Dome in front of 8,500 fans. While fans needed proof of vaccination to enter the arena, they could easily be faked. While they were masked, they could take them off to eat and drink. While it was an NHL game between two arch-rivals, Calgary and Edmonton, it was an exhibition game. In other words, absolutely nothing was at stake, even for the most rabid of fans. Why were these games not cancelled, or played as the NHL's entire last season was, without fans? True, Premier Jason Kenney instituted a vaccine passport system last week, though he insisted on calling it a restriction exemption program. He also cut off alcohol service by 10pm in the province's bars. But as that same doctor countered, as if an alcohol curfew could ward off the virus, people are going to just party earlier. Premier Jason Kenney survived a caucus revolt last week, only because he allowed a review of his leadership to move up from next fall to next spring instead. That's not unreal. That's expected. What's unreal is that while many MLAs were screaming for him to do more to keep the pandemic from destroying Alberta's healthcare system, many were also screaming for him to do less. At least a dozen caucus members say he has violated individual rights by imposing voluntary vaccine passports. Not mandatory passports, voluntary ones. Here in Ontario, we may complain that Premier Doug Ford paid too much attention to his base in letting crowds gather, masks stay off, and case numbers rise. 
No politician is immune to these pressures. But Jason Kenney is of a different order. For example, when he basically abandoned all public health measures against COVID this summer, even when the Delta variant was spreading around the world, and then declared that Albertans could be headed to their best summer ever and sold best summer ever hats on the party's website, what did he then do? He went on a three-week vacation in August and didn't communicate with Albertans that entire time. Then on Sunday, he told a radio show that lockdowns would merely punish vaccinated people. By Friday, Alberta had 20,040 active cases of COVID, more than twice as many as any other province or territory. There are only three other politicians who have done a worse job stopping the pandemic. Brazil's president, Jair Bolsonaro, who told his people to stop whining about rising death rates. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who said kids can return to school without masks or vaccines. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has banned lockdowns and vaccine passports in the state. Their actions, like Kenny's, naturally turned my attention to the Roman Emperor Nero, who fiddled while Rome burned in 64 AD. That fire destroyed 70% of the city and left half its population homeless. While the facts of the story likely aren't true, the truth of it is. Throughout history, there are political leaders who care only about their friends' interests, even when those interests end up killing people. There are also political leaders who just don't give a damn. What is rare is politicians who are both, like Jason Kenney and Donald Trump. My question for Mr. Kenney is... Are you acting out of depraved indifference, or are you inciting mass suicide? Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C.com.